Welcome to the People Switch Podcast, switching you on to the modern world of work. Each week, we explore the latest trends and topics in company culture, employee experience, and how to build a great place to work. People Switch, turning people on, keeping them engaged. I think everyone tries to build culture and values at first, you know, you have to stage it with a company to the degree that you're 20 people and you've got no revenue. It's sort of a very implicit culture. You know, you spend time on, you know, things that could kill you like, you know, product market fit um, and that's appropriate. And then, you know, later if you're going to last, then you say, okay, how do we, you know, make sure that as new people come in, the culture gets better. Hi, I'm John Mullins, your host on the People Switch podcast. And you've just heard Reed Hastings talking to us about culture at Netflix. So why are we focusing on Netflix in this episode? Well, firstly, I'm going to make a bit of an assumption that most people have at some point in their lives at least heard of Netflix. Whether you're a hardcore binge watcher of your favorite TV series like I am, or just an occasional on-demand movie watcher, the fact is that Netflix has definitely changed the way we watch television. Something you may not have known is that it wasn't always sunshine and roses at Netflix. In fact, in the early years, Blockbuster, the video rental business, who have since disappeared, they actually turned down the chance to buy Netflix for the unbelievable offer of, I think it was like $50 million. And when you consider that Netflix is valued at over a billion dollars now, you actually start to see what a massive missed opportunity that was. It's kind of like another example of how industries can change through innovation. And if you're not constantly adapting, you actually could become quite irrelevant. But I'm actually not here to lecture you on business models or innovation or technology. My interest in Netflix today is actually culture. And more specifically, I'm interested in what Reed Hastings, the co-founder and CEO, tells us about an important lesson in managing your culture. As your organization grows and scales, you should always be looking at culture as critically as you would your strategy. The problem is that change comes fast nowadays. Not everyone has the time to nurture their culture. So from what I've seen, a lot of organizations that are getting culture wrong And often it's because they tend to stop at the point of defining what they stand for, hoping that the values that they set up will remain the guiding principles for all behavior automatically going forward. I think that's actually the issue. I don't want you to get me wrong here. I actually do believe that core values are a great way to embed the essence of your culture. But where it really comes alive is how it manifests in real actions and behavior at the team level. So unless you're paying attention to how this happens, I think you could possibly be drifting away from what you actually set out with. So the reason is that culture will happen whether you like it or not. You have a better chance of crafting the culture you desire if you dedicate time to managing it. So we'll keep saying this over and over in this series. People are your culture. And what attracted talent to your organization at the start may not actually be where you are today. So think about it. Businesses change and so do people's outlooks, beliefs and attitudes. So one way to make sure your people are aligned with your culture is to ask them how they feel about it. And this is something I think Netflix have learned to do quite well, to make sure that their culture is relevant to what they are trying to achieve. I've always found it interesting through my own experiences of conducting exit interviews that a major contributing factor to people leaving was a disconnect between expectations and reality of the workplace. When companies sell the dream to attract talent but follow up with misaligned or poor employee experience, you can't expect to hold on to that talent. There's nothing wrong with an aspiring culture message but damn it, don't lie about it or try to fake it. The opposite is also true. If you're not explaining your culture to the market accurately, you could be attracting the wrong crowd. Kind of boils down to being authentic and honest about your culture. At Netflix, they use the famous culture deck. These slides are used to not only attract talent and find a culture fit, but they actually use it for keeping current teams aligned as well. 
So if you haven't heard of the Culture Deck, a quick Google search I'm sure will get you there. How it works is pretty simple. It's an honest reflection of life at Netflix. They make it public so that anyone who is keen on working there can truly understand if they'll fit in or not. As the company changes, they've also realized they need to change the way they present this in their culture statements. So listen to what Reed Hastings has to say about that. Yes, so it's been updated a couple times, and we're constantly, I mean, we haven't unwound anything, but we've constantly realized, like, the current issue is the deck makes us, in some cases, look cold and competitive, and actually, employees experience us as very warm and collaborative. But that aspect doesn't really come out in the deck, so we want to, we're constantly trying to update the deck to be more reflective of who we actually are. Now, it might sound like they've got it all together at Netflix, but that's simply not true. They've had to adapt and update with a focus on being truthful and authentic all the time. Netflix, like any company, is not going to be for everyone. But at least they portray this honestly. And that's what you want. You want to make sure that your culture is distinct enough to make sure that the best talent feels at home in that space. But is this all just a load of BS? I think the great thing that Netflix have done is to be transparent about their culture. To the point where they've asked their current teams to comment on this and share this with the whole world, I guess, in an uncensored way. So listen to what a few of the teams have to say about their culture. Is the culture actually real or is it bullshit? <laughs> okay. Get into it. I would say that it, the culture is quite real. And especially on the publicity team, we take it very much to heart. I mean, I know when you're interviewing, you get the recommendation. And whenever I talk to someone who I know is about to interview, I say, read the culture deck because you're going to be asked about it. But it's not like you have to memorize it, but it's just more like, what's your takeaway, what questions do you have, but just to be prepared, because it really is something that is that lives and breathes while you're here. Yeah, it definitely isn't bullshit, but I don't know that it's 100% true. I think it's living and growing. I think that's the thing is even my time at Netflix, I've seen things change over time. We read that culture of freedom and responsibility, and you have to really own that. You have to decide, well, what, how much freedom should I take? How much responsibility should I leverage at this point in time? And so it's not just 100% everyone follows it to a T. It, it is a balance, and you really have to figure that out for yourself. I will say, though, that when friends do you say like, oh, I'm interested in Netflix. The first thing I do is like, read this culture deck. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure this vibes with you because it doesn't vibe with everybody. And that's okay. So I'm going to end with this thought. How clear are you on culture? How often have you reviewed your core values, your culture statements? What have you possibly done to build better understanding and alignment of your culture? I think if you're expecting your values to drive your culture, you're expecting too much. People drive culture. Start talking to your people. Learn from them. Open up the conversation about what culture will best serve your teams and the mission. That way, you'll have a better chance of staying relevant. Well, that's it from this episode of People Switch Guys on our culture and engagement series. I look forward to our next episode where we're going to be exploring more interesting topics of how to build thriving cultures. I look forward to it. Take care, folks. Thank you for joining us on the People Switch podcast. Make sure to visit www.peopleswitch.co.za where you will find more on how to build engaging company cultures and experiences to unlock the power of people. Catch up on our previous episodes, subscribe to our feed and follow us on Twitter. People Switch, turning people on, keeping them engaged.